a show. I used to listen to a show sometimes, O S H O, and he talks about it, sex in a different way where most people miss out on that it's the highest form of creation because you can create an entire life from it. So if you are intimate with someone, you it, the the peace that you can get from the act and that orgasm is experiencing um, a connection to the source while you are in that state. It's like an incredible thing. You know he had a cold. Yeah, he did have a cold. I saw the whole show. Okay. They talked about that on another podcast I listened to, and I was like... It was pretty interesting. It was like... It was called The Wild Country. Yeah. The Wild Country on Netflix. Um, he was from India. Indian guru flew all his his people. His, he had a strong following. And it was a good thing at first because they were kind of like celebrating freeness and all of that. But back then, that was like... They thought he was a devil. Um, he got banned from the United States. Um... You know, he actually died sad, like, cause they were like shipping him from state to state, cause he they wanted him to leave, and because his his following is so strong, he has hundreds of discs that you can listen to. Very powerful. Yeah, books on books on books on books on books. Like you can't probably like it's possible to not be able to listen to all of his audios that he has out, and a life not a lifetime, but he has a lot over hundreds. So. He just had teachers, but then it got weird. Like some people yeah. would have orgies, and you know that wasn't all that he was about. But it got a little chaotic. He he, based, you know, in America, you can buy your own town or city if you can afford it. That's what he basically did. Okay, like you can create your own town. Yeah, all you need is land and permit. That's it, and that's what he did. And it was called Wild. It's a Netflix documentary. It's really interesting. Okay, Sheila's still alive. Sheila was his right. His right hand man, they even start beefing at the end. But she still gives him his honors and kudos even after all these years. But yeah, I know about his coat. I don't know why I study coats pretty often. I think it's so fascinating to see how one person can move. You know, uh, what's his name? Jamestown. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Jim Jones? Jim Jones convinced over, almost a thousand people, 963 people to drink something and kill, kill that. Everybody died at the same time. And then the crazy part is he did it once to see if they would do it and they did it. It was like a test. And he was like, oh, that was just a test to see if y'all are still, if y'all are loyal to me. And then the second time, once they got caught and... Yeah, he shot himself. Cause he knew he was going to jail. He knew he was going to jail. So instead of letting those people just free, he convinced. So imagine how, goddamn, this is powerful. Imagine how dangerous it could be when someone can influence you on one on one. If one person can convince, not nobody in that whole room thought maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe he's not the Messiah, and that we should listen to him and all kill each other. And they let their kids do it too. It was families there with their kids and had them drink it too. So they all wore the same outfit. They all had the same shoes. Like it was, it was weird. And so when the cops came, imagine a police officer. You walk in to try to save these people, and they're all just scattered dead. Sorry, I didn't. I just dropped my piece. It's right there. Just imagine that many people walking in as a police officer to see that many dead. That's like Rwanda. Like, we used to talk about studying cults and stuff. It reminds me, because I'm, like, low-key obsessed with Scientology, because it's just weird to me. Yeah, me too. Like, what?
Like it's like it's so wild. Will Smith were a part of. It ain't like yo. Are they still a part of it? I doubt it. Cause um. They study something else now. But yeah, like I watch like the documentaries. Like um, y'all know who Leah Remini is? I read Leah Remini. She She was was on King of Queens. Yeah, King of Queens. She don't watch TV. Um. And she was also on Cheers, but Cheers. I've watched Cheers. Yeah, she did like a couple cameos on oh, Cheers. Okay. Like, she wasn't on that She wasn't a main uh, character. I watched Cheers. No, but she was on. Um, and then she did the, not the View, the talk. Yeah. On um, CBS, she was yeah. on the first season, and they had a falling out. But she goes into a she like. Out with the cow? Yeah, it was between her and um. Oh, Sarah Gilbert, right? Probably because I know her and Holly Robinson Pete were like close. And when they put Lee off the show, like she stood up and was like, "No, you're not gonna fire my friend." Blah blah. But um, like she talked about how she got into it when her stepfather came in the picture, and they was like, "Oh, we're gonna be in this thing." Blah blah. And what got me is like they would promise you. The first of all, it costs like thousands, hundreds. Are you of thousands. talking about the sex thing? No, I'm talking about Scientology. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get in the door. Like they get you with like a one free course and like next course three hundred dollars. They be like, oh, let's go up the bridge and they give you a bridge. Like each class is like so many thousand. You gotta get your auditing. Like it's wild. And so like they would have like your bridge like a big piece of paper and it tells you like when you get to this level you'll be able to do this. When you get to this level you'll be able to do this. And people was in it and they would get to their level and be like, oh, I can't do this. And I'm like, that should have been our clue right there. Like, and it's like there's eight levels. And so, like, people was getting all the way up to level eight, and they was like, you should be able to heal yourself with cancer. You should be able to move small things with your mind. You should be able to influence other people's thoughts without all that. What if you never get cancer? Huh? What if you never get cancer? Well, they what like, if they heal yourself. If you, if you got it. Yeah, you should be able to see, heal yourself. there's some truth to Scientology, but <coughs> the part that confuses me is when they start going into so much money. Because you get those teachings where, like, the secret teaches you that. Like, well, yeah, it ta- yeah, because, like, the lower-level stuff is, like, public speaking, being able to command a presence in the room, like, being, like, because a lot of actors got into it because they would tell them, like, this will make it so you'll get more parts and stuff like that. So that's how she really got into it. I think Mel Gibson, is it Mel Gibson? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, it's a big Scientologist. Yeah. Like, girl. He's, he's faithful in love. Like, it was a whole mess with him because he was, like, real close with the founder. And then it's like when um when they something got his married. Son or something? No, he don't. I remember when he, he got his was, son. It was like him and his son fell out. I think over it. I remember when like Katie Holmes when he was with Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes, and when they got divorced, she got out. And they was like, oh, you can't get out because like getting out is not an option. So when people got out, it was like a big thing. And they was like the big thing with their divorce was like who got Suri in the divorce? They wanted because Tom wanted her to be raised Scientologist, and Katie was like, I got to get the hell up out of here. It was it was wild. Like, they also. You ever heard of the other? Um, it's like Exium. Nexium. Nexium. Yeah. That shit was crazy. That, that that one was even wilder. It, it was, was like, like similar, but they was like he was like having sex with everybody. He was having sex with everybody, and he also would do weird stuff. Like it was this really famous actress whose daughter she was part of. Damn, what was the actor's name? I don't know, but when her daughter Small got Bill. in it. And yeah, it's like they like they brainwashed her daughter, and she was like trying to get her daughter out. She went on all she TV went all on TV saying like my daughter is in this cult, blah 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 blah. And the girl, one of the leaders was from Smallville, I think. 
I don't watch Smallville. I don't watch Smallville. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I don't remember the story. Well, anyway, it's, it's on it's, HBO. It's on, HBO or it on Amazon Prime. Okay. So, like, he would do weird... They, he had so much control over the girls that, like, that girl, he had told her, pull over and give me a picture of your Bunani. And he would do stuff like keep saying send me more pictures until it was in suitable for him can you imagine that you're driving that sounds like the um, documentary I watched um, in plain sight have you ever seen that one yes wait with the parent with the dad yo this dude have you seen this is this the one where it was like that it was like the neighbors yeah and they would like let the neighbors kids come with them and it was like uh, the was daughter. daughter it was just one guy though who would sleep he slept with the entire family including the dad yes they talked about that on the podcast too yo we I was, was i was cracking I was up have you ever watched it no but I mean, just then talking about it watch it cracking up yo they, you're watching it you're like this is this isn't life. true they let their daughter stay yeah, with she him. Took them, like they took her to like a ra- a horse place, and she was gonna be going overnight. And, and then like the next day, it was day like a mall. Yes, the next day they called. It was like, oh, we ain't back yet. And then like the next day they called, oh, we ain't back yet. And the part that was sad was he convinced her as a kid that aliens were going. This is what he. This is what his story. He said that aliens were going to attack the world, and the only way to save the planet was to have sex with her. Him. And that's what made the girl feel like wow. she had this wow. this mission of life I can't believe to sleep with this man. And then he ended up sleeping with the mom. He almost broke up the marriage with them. Yes. And then when he smashed the dad, I was like, oh. And the dad is really the way he admits to it. You gotta just go and watch the dad. Because it is pretty disturbing where you're like this. If you've ever felt like a bad if you've ever felt like a bad parent and you watch that documentary, You'll never feel like you a will bad parent. never feel like a bad parent again. Like, I am not an idiot. Wow. Even if you were neglectful, like, say you didn't, they missed a meal once out the day, you still wasn't as bad as those parents. Like, I just they didn't understand that. I was like, like he, they would let him sleep in the room. Yeah. And the reason that he would give would be, like, what the What's wrong with y'all? Wow. Yeah. I, 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 made, I made a couple of my friends watch it. They're like, what am I watching? Yeah, after a while, it's kind of like, I just kept watching it because I'm just in shock. And then once the dad admitted he smashed him, it was like, he just, I don't know what it was. He was just. He said he was lonely, and then we pulled over, and then he said he wanted me to give him fellatio. And you put your mouth on another man, Pete? Like, yo. This guy was now. That's charisma. That's charisma. That's charisma. That is the form. His charisma was a twenty plus five. Twenty plus twenty. <laughs> How you going to smash every single? So then the girl. I think he died. Did he die? Or he's in jail? Something happened where she was. I think he did die though. The reason why I think he died because remember there was a part when she says you know he went to jail or something, but then he died. She didn't have full healing in the beginning of it. Until she started talking about it, but it, it's on Netflix. I'm yes, watch it's it. called In Plain Sight. In Plain Sight. Like this dude is seriously, and I, I think just, it, it's just some. It's just you just gotta just watch it. I know because I just remember when when they was talking about it, you dropped your and they was like, um, oh, it get more crazier, y'all. Just wait, and they keep like because it's these three black people like sitting around, kind of like how we're talking, but they have like 
they produce their show. So they were like, we're going to say this here, we're going to say this here. So that was like their topic of the day was like this story. They was telling it. And it was just like, it was a girl and two guys. And like one of the guys was like very blunt and up, kind of like me, Wait, but like is it, um, friend zone. Oh, no. Okay. But um, Shout out to friend zone. Shout out to the friend zone. <laughs> one of my inspirations. But it like, yo, the one dude, is it dead? No, I'm just trying to see what number we at. I'm going to just stop it. Because it's over. Well, it's fine. Yeah, because I'm ready to go anyway. Wait. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, yeah. dang. It's nice. So, they be playing some good music. And, and, like, they had Kendrick Lamar earlier. Like, every time that the story would, like, get another level of crazy, he would just scream, all hell no. He would scream, like, like the first he was like, man, I'm on hell no. And he was like... Oh hell no! Blah, blah, blah. And then like when it, when it got to the part with the day, he was like, hell no! Right, like the going. Oh, dad is the icing on the cake because I I don't I think it's it's totally crazy that this guy was around. See the thing about predators that people got to be careful of is they plot for they they're so patient. He didn't sleep with that girl for years. He patiently groomed and patiently waited and patiently just stayed, played his part, played his part as this dear, endearing friend who was ready to attack. And it's absolutely mind-boggling. Now, the daughter is one thing. The mom is even one thing, which is crazy as the mother. But he was about to even, she was considering leaving him. Until yeah, she, they had fell out. Yeah. Yeah. And then when but the dad that's the part that's incredible and it, it shows that the guy was probably a psychopath or a narcissist because it's like that's a narcissist dream because my thing is can like, you imagine how he felt as a man that i smashed all of y'all but my thing is that the daddy is like was he even like a little bit gay because it's like if i'm completely straight that's the part that's so crazy when you watch the film he doesn't give you a gay vibe at all that's why it's so and he, really cri- I he, cried. he cried when he told the he story. did he yeah. teared up and choked up because yeah. it's probably painful to even think about that you could be so looped up it's possible like if anybody ever never read the book called prepare to be tortured it's called yeah prepare to be tortured the re- a relationship with a narcissist you kind of understand how it's possible because it's these little things in the beginning stage of a, of a relationship that you don't realize they are prepping you mentally like small stuff like I'm gonna give you an example they say it in a book this actually has happened to me where like let's say you every Friday you go out with your friends right y'all go shopping or we do this right and then this person will try to cut that boundary by saying oh well you told me that you were gonna come with me you always do that with them why can't you do it this one time? Or my real life question, which I didn't realize till later, that it was prepping me to break my boundaries, was do you have to stay at the boys' games all the whole time? That was a question that was asked to me. Not real, and then it even made me think in that moment, oh, do I have to stay there the whole time? And I was like, wait a minute, yeah, I gotta stay there the whole time. That was after healing and stuff. But I didn't realize that those small little moments of breaking your boundary is what um, what I guess that guy did. He's just a master manipulator. Yeah, he gained their trust, like presented himself as like a confidant. Godfather, confidant. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that's the thing. Like, how you gonna be a confidant for a husband and a wife? Like, and they know about. He, it. It's like you what, telling the the same person your business. 
I think in in the when from my study on mental, and I'm not a psychologist, but from my I have studied it to a point where I feel confident to share it. Where in the mind of someone like that, either a psychopath or a narcissist, which usually every psychopath is narcissistic in a sense, but every narcissist is not a psychopath or a sociopath. But in their minds, I could imagine him thinking that because the wife cut him off, they do not like rejection. So the ultimate get back would be to, to fuck your husband? That's incredible. You know, that probably made him feel like he was up here on top of the world because who does that? Narcissist. The guy might not even have been gay. That's how demented these people are like mentally that he might not even have been gay but that triumphant moment of having that man give him top was probably his like I'm the king of the castle. I, ooh. I'm going to watch him in a group text and I say, y'all, you already know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm going to just say, Is it more than one episode? It's like three or four episodes, right? Or maybe eight. How many episodes is it? It's episode. Or is it one just 45 minutes? I thought it was like on, two parts. Oh, hold on. I got Netflix on my phone. Let me see. I thought it was two parts, to be let honest. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Netflix. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get them cards, too. I'm not going to be... Bias. Abducted in plain sight. That's what I called. I'm sorry. Um, um, it's this one. It's this one whole documentary. Oh, okay. Oh, like a movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it's cool. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. That was such a. It makes me want to go back and watch it now. Insane. Insane circumstances. That's scary. Like. What you looking at? I hear some. I think they turn like a ventilation fan on. Cause at, at first I thought they even raining. I, I do like, hear it. The air on? I hear it. I think it's. I think it's these things. It might be. Or it could be the apple. Cause I hear it sizzling. No, I'm hearing like a ventilation. Oh, okay, okay. They must got the other that's what let's talk about being grown just one second because one thing i realized when you're a grown girl you can go out any day of the week right i realized that when i started working like my first real job out of college and like like i lived in dc like in outside of dc in dc and then in maryland but i would be in dc all the time and I remember like one year for my birthday I went to go see it was Lil Wayne T.I. Two Chains somebody else was at the Verizon Center it's not even called that no more it's called the Capital One Center but um and of course it was on a Tuesday I'm like I'm really about to go out on a Tuesday and I was like should I have taken the next day off of work like how does it and it's like right and, but when you're grown if you have that opportunity with your job you can do it if you like just can thug it out because i thugged it out many days like when i was drinking on a wednesday i thugged it on a thursday just stay at my desk and don't talk to nobody and then like more so when i moved out here like working at a call center your days off could be literally any days of the week right you know and so um you go out just whenever you can so it would be nothing for people to be in the club on a thursday or like a tuesday I'm like, yo, we really out here like living. Like, fun is just not for the weekend. It's every day. Right. So, it, like, it, it still is a little bit of an adjustment for me to see, like, even though I'm out, like, dang, everybody else out too. Yeah. I, I had a, I think I learned that moving here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. 
I mean, I worked in restaurants <coughs> for a long time, but I would go out when, every time. I, you know, I would go to a restaurant to go eat or something after I get off of work, but to be in a club or something, like you said, during the week, it was boring. I was like, like when I first moved here and I started making friends, they were like, oh, we're about to go out tonight. You want to come? I'm like, it's a Wednesday. I'm pulling up. I'm like, I have to be in the bed. But then after a while, you're like, well, why not? Why am I limiting myself to not to only picking the weekends? I don't have a weekend job. Exactly. So I'm like, what? What, what my Tuesday? My sister, she's good. At, she's always like, she's off on like Wednesday. She's like, it's my Friday. Yes. I wasn't like that till really. I mean, I I definitely had my travel time, but if I wasn't on a, like a vacation, I would definitely be in the house. And I think. Some women do it because if they have kids, you're limited. I mean, you can't just leave them. Even if you have a full partner, most women feel like I know so many women who panic. Like, oh God, he's with the dad, you know. Which kind of like tonight, right? Like you're kind of like, oh, I want to, I want to stay chill, but I got to get home. <laughs> so I get that part of it, but I know for me now, since my boys are so much older, I have never experienced this much freedom so to speak I did definitely I, I was a big cruiser at one point every year I cruised for maybe like six years straight but then between that there was nothing but the kids so I get that but now I don't know if I, I even thought I would have a daughter and even like relationship wise I don't even think I'm really ready to seriously date because of the intimacy and ha like I love going out I feel so empowered when I go out eat by myself drink by myself not because I don't like people, but because I haven't had that experience. Going home to my own bed, that's so foreign. Like, I'm usually... What was that? Did you feel that? That's my phone. Oh, I know I felt something on the ground. And like, <coughs> I wonder why they use rocks. It's cheaper. Oh, that is smart. Because you don't have to lay the ground down. It's very smart. But anyway. Laying concrete is expensive. And now, like, side note. Everything like building wise is more expensive now because of the pandemic. Yes. For so sure. like you know how we came in, they had the little slits done. They yeah. probably did them themselves. Those yeah. what? Those little pieces that they had paved and they yeah, didn't want to watch out. They probably did it themselves because like concrete is high and then like the have somebody to come out and do it. They would just charge way more than what it's really worth because they know like well we know everything's expensive now and they know people gonna pay including so. rental cars i remember i used to get a rental car in a weekend for 40 bucks well that's like that too because they're um so i found this out when the people y'all probably don't remember this but last year all-star weekend so it was like last february no it was this february people was renting u-hauls to go to like atlanta and drive them because it was their car and their room because like hotels were expensive wow. and there were no rental cars and the reason why is because in, during the pandemic 2020 a lot of rental car agencies sold their cars oh. and so now that people are traveling now they don't have no cars so that's why it costs more because the supply is low and the demand is high oh. And they did give a lot of cars during the hurricane, I know, down here. That, too. When the hurricane hit, they gave, and then the pandemic hit right after, so they had a big loss. That makes sense. Yeah, and then, like, the cars that got water damage is, like... It's a loss. Yeah. But I looked up a rental car. A rental car for a week never would cost me $300. 
But now, if you do a rental car a week, it's close to seven fifty. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I know with my insurance they give you the thirty dollars a day. So Girl, I got point like I used to rent every weekend for years. I remember. So I used to have um, mad points, like but a car. So how points work for Enterprise? Uh, you can get a free day rental for 400 points for one day now you need 2500 points that's the difference when I went on there I was like my I had 800 points and couldn't even get a day free that is so un, 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 that's, that's weird because I just one did the $30 a day for seven days is only $210 yes and then they would give you if you did seven days they would give you two days free and only charge you five so rental cars to me made more sense. I think I was paying less than what people would pay for a overhead for a car. And so I'm like, I don't gotta get real insurance. I had the little cheap ass insurance, pay 40 bucks every weekend. I'm paying like 140 bucks a month for a different car every weekend. But not no more. You could cat that car and shove it up your butt. Cause for one day it's like 80 to a hundred dollars for a compact car. Compact car used to be nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, and like my cousin, they went um, to Myrtle Beach, and they were—it was her, her son, her boyfriend, and then the boyfriend's parents. They wanted to get like a van or like a big SUV. Couldn't find one. Not even at the airport. There were none. Wow. Now that's different. Airport usually have everything. Every, that's where you go to get your car. Like get your car. A lot of places, and then they probably don't even do this no more. A lot of places, if you went online and did your reservation, like let's say you reserved a compact because it was just you or whatever, and you get there and they don't have no compact, they would upsize you for yeah. the next one. I bet they don't do that no more. No, oh, yeah, or they charge price, you, right? Yeah, because yeah. they had to, because it's not your fault that they ain't had a car. Right, there. especially if you already reserved it. Exactly. Yeah. That happened to me like almost every time I rented a car, I would always get a compact and get moved it to a standard. Exactly. Every All single the time. time. All the time, and I would always rent at the end of the day, not purposely. But because I used to close at 5.30, they close at 6. So I would always get the last cars where we're normally all of the other cars got pushed out. So I always would get a nice night. I remember one time I got a Mercedes, which is rare, for the same cost that I would pay if it was a, um, not compact, standard car. Yeah. That shit ain't happening now. I even was on Turo. Turo is like a Airbnb for cars. Yeah, they're the cheapest thing out there. The only thing with Turo is that you're dealing with a person. So let's say like with a rental car, if I break down, they'll send AAA out. If that car breaks down, that's a person. What they gonna do? You know they what I'm saying? They can't call their insurance to come rescue you. I mean, they probably could, but it's just <coughs> not as secure when it's, it's not a not. company. You know? Yo, my daddy could really benefit off of something like that because he has like he has his main truck he drives. Like a little like beat up 89 something and then like an escalator. Like dangerous, but he could really make money right now his escalator Yes, he could. And people would rent it very quick because yeah. what it does too, you have to sign something. They do like a little background check on everybody, so you have to have a license. I've done one Toro rental. It was cool, but the reason why the only reason why I didn't like it because I had a comparison that or enterprise enterprise was cheaper and enterprise cars were this car wasn't dirty but it wasn't like an inner you know enterprise or a, a, or a hurt to something is going to have a brand new spec clean car so it was perfect timing that I got my little hoopty because I mean I would have been dead with running cars I would have been ubering it out because uber right now is way cheaper my hoopty oh yeah that's Betsy she's not a hoopty but she's a hoopty 
she not a hoop too. Like, Let me like, sorry, Betsy. I don't know how you, you drove to this is the car you used to drive to DC. Yeah, I drove to Jersey, DC. Yeah, if they don't break down, like who right. don't mean broke down all the time. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, she she my cute little she my bag. I'm very appreciative of her. She drives great. I take care of her. You know, we rock that registration. I, I listen again. I have registration on my car. I just didn't know about the sticker thing. We don't have that in Jersey. When we go out here, I really want if your if your sticker say six, I'm fighting. What six twelve? I mean six nine twenty one. I'm like, see, you are almost thirty days late. It's and gonna be August. It has to be either August or July. I mean, I've had a late registration before, but I know how registration works. I know how it works. I just didn't know about the dumb stickers. We don't. Have, you know, it's sad though. I've been here, but in my defense, I've been here for eight years. This is the first car I physically owned. Every other thing else, I've rented cars, so I didn't have to worry about that. And, and you know, like the thing that's like really tripping me up is that. You're not putting the link together. The sticker is the registration. But I wouldn't put the link to it because we didn't get stickers in Jersey. The only sticker that we got was for inspection. And it wouldn't go on your license plate. It went in your windshield. And so for eight years that I've been